This message comes from NPR sponsor Bluehost, introducing Wondersuite. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few questions and get a unique, customizable WordPress website or store right away. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Luis Giovoni. The U.S. military is saying today it sank three vessels in the Red Sea after militants fired at a container ship. The militants, Houthis, are an Iran-backed rebel group based in Yemen. NPR's Nina Kravinsky reports. U.S. Central Command reported the Houthi rebels came within 20 meters of the Maersk container ship and attempted to board it. The boats fired at responding U.S. helicopters, which returned fire, sinking three of the four boats and killing their crews. The military says the fourth boat fled the area. The U.S. military says there have been more than 20 Houthi attacks on international shipping since November 19th. The Houthis have said their attacks on container ships are a response to Israel's offensive in Gaza. Along with the war in Gaza, Israel is fighting on its northern border with another Iranian-backed militant group, Hezbollah. These tensions have stoked fears that the war in Israel and Gaza could develop into a larger regional conflict. Nina Kravinsky, NPR News, Tel Aviv. At a news conference in Tel Aviv this morning, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said the war on Hamas in Gaza will continue for many more months. Netanyahu has been responding to persistent international ceasefire calls following mounting civilian deaths, hunger, and mass displacement in Gaza. Netanyahu also thanked the Biden administration for its continued backing, including approval for a new emergency weapons sale, the second this month to bypass Congress. Israel argues that ending the war now would mean victory for Hamas. A special counsel is asking a court to reject former President Trump's claims that he has absolute immunity from prosecution. NPR's Amy Held reports on the untested legal question of whether a former president can be prosecuted for actions taken while in office. Trump says he's exempt from prosecution for acts carried out while he was in office. That's wrong, says special counsel Jack Smith in a court filing arguing legal precedent and the Constitution show if Trump is not held to account for resorting to criminal means to retain power, it would jeopardize the foundation of our democracy. Arguments are set for January 9th at the D.C. Court of Appeals. Trump is facing dozens of criminal charges in four separate cases. Then multiple states are considering the existential question of his candidacy, whether he can even appear on their primary ballots for his role in the insurrection. The Supreme Court is being asked to weigh in, with just over two weeks to go until the primaries begin. Amy Held, NPR News. In his televised New Year's address, Chinese President Xi Jinping renewed his intention to take over the self-ruled island of Taiwan, saying China would surely be reunified with Taiwan. This is NPR News in Washington. In Auckland, New Zealand... The calendar has officially turned the page. Same thing in Sydney, Australia. They are the first major cities globally to herald 2024, setting off tons of fireworks. Mortgage rates continued their recent downward trend as the year wound to a close. 
And Steve Beckner says that bodes well for homebuyers in the coming year. Since climbing near 8% in October, the popular 30-year fixed mortgage rate has fallen to 6.6%. So far, the positive impact on the housing market has been limited, partially because rising prices have hurt home affordability. Though existing home sales rebounded in November, pending home sales stayed at a record low. But with the Federal Reserve planning to cut rates, mortgage rates are expected to fall further in the new year. National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lawrence Yoon predicts a rebound of home sales after a two- to three-month lag. For NPR News, I'm Steve Beckner. Mexico and Venezuela have restarted repatriation flights. The practice was relaunched this weekend. The flights are taking Venezuelan migrants now in Mexico back home. A large migrant caravan, meanwhile, continues to move north through Mexico toward the U.S. border. Most of those migrants are Venezuelans. Officials say at least 10,000 migrants a day have been arriving at the border this month. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News.